Hi friends, it's your host of the Passive Cash Flow Podcast, Aaron Fregnito here, co-owner and founder of People's Capital Group. So we're so glad for you to join us again here for another episode. I wanted to take a piece of a past episode here that I felt was really important for our listeners to uh, pay attention to once more. This was an episode I did with Brian Bradley a few months prior, and we talk about a number of different trusts, especially the hybrid trust. So I picked out this 10-minute snippet where we discuss the hybrid trust and what that really is and why people with just a million dollars of net worth might actually need a hybrid trust. Um, It's really about protecting your assets, setting up a good estate strategy so you pay less taxes and keep more of your wealth, but also protect your wealth against lawsuit and other things that can happen that take away your wealth and your freedom to live your life in this country. So we go over all those details in this snippet. And my friends, if you're enjoying our content here, if you're getting value from it, be sure to like and subscribe on the platform you're listening to, but also leave a review. We'd love a five-star review. We'd love to hear your feedback about how we're doing here and some topics as well. And uh, please share with someone in your network that you know that you think would build value from creating passive wealth from real estate. Because it's not so much about the money and the cars and the houses. It's actually about creating passive wealth so you can do the things you love in this world. Whether that's spending time with your family and friends or doing a hobby or sport you love doing, it's important to create that passive wealth so you have the opportunity to do that. So listen in, enjoy this episode, and thanks a lot for engaging with us. A hybrid trust. Let's just go over what that is one more time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always break it down to like the key concepts of asset protection. And so you have, we'll just say three different layers. Think about winter. When we're talking about winter, we're going out skiing. What are we going to do? We're going to layer up. We're going to put on a base layer, like a, you know, nice skin tight shirt. Then we're going to put on like a merino wool sweater or for you ladies, a cardigan. And then we're going to have a nice winterproof, waterproof jacket that's going to keep us nice and warm in the middle of winter. That storm's coming. Yeah. Um, so three different layers. Layer number one, the skin layer, that's your LLCs and insurance. That's when you're yeah. just starting out. Second mm-hmm. layer, your Carnegie or your you know Merino wool sweater. We're talking about management companies, limited partnerships, Wyoming LLCs. Some other people use those. Um, kind of when you hit that four units or four LLC spot, we need to start consolidating everything using a management company for, you know, passive tax flow entities. So there's just one tax filing at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. The hybrid trust, that's your third layer. This is your waterproof layer. You're in the middle of Siberia. Your world's falling apart. Doomsday lawsuit. I'm getting sued. Valid case, valid claim, valid lawsuit. I'm going to lose. How do I still keep my assets? My LLCs are getting pierced. My world's falling apart, but I don't want to lose everything. Uh That's where a hybrid bridge trust comes into play. And what a hybrid trust is, it's a foreign Cook Islands trust. So the strongest trust in the world for the last 40 years, supported through case law up to the Supreme Court. But instead of having to pay an astronomical cost on the setups and then the tax disclosures, you know, ten, you know, 1035s, 1035As, FACTA disclosures and all these insane um, IRS disclosures that you have to do for foreign accounts, we take that foreign trust and domesticate it through the IRS to make it easier to manage, um, no more disclosures. Um, so everything's legitimized through the IRS. It's a hybrid in that it is a foreign Cook Island trust. It's just domesticated for tax purposes. Until God forbid I ever have to what's called break the bridge and turn that domesticated trust into a foreign trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's okay. where you kind of have your cake and eat it too with that trust. I have the strength of the Cook Island power, right. just domesticated for IRS purposes and ease of use. Then if I ever need it, I have the tool in my toolbox. Now I can just crash that bridge and I am what I am, a foreign trust now. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. So when you're about to lose the suit, you could like switch it quickly over to the a real foreign trust. Okay. Right. So what we do is just breaking a bridge. Is a, it's an IRS classification. So we remove you as the main trustee. It's still your trust. You're still the beneficiary of it. You're still the creator of it. Yeah. It's just by removing you as the trustee, we now break the IRS compliance prongs. And now okay. you are what you are. You're just a foreign trust, no longer domesticated um, yeah. in the At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now, we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. Okay. Interesting. So um, that that's a really interesting setup. So there's so many different ways to uh, protect your assets there. Now, have you, at what point does it make sense wealth-wise to do uh, the Cook Islands, you know, a hybrid trust there where, you know, you got a guy who's got 25 million, you know, let's pick up the phone. But is that, could you be a, maybe it's someone with $5 million of net worth? You would be higher, right? You would think, oh, I'm not that important. I'm just, you know, your nurse or cop who got some rental properties and this is not retirement. Mm-hmm. The actual main client profile is around 1.2 million of net worth. So equity, not saying uh, my total value of all of my my properties in my house is 1.2 million. We're looking at equity value, unprotected yep. assets. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking out your 401k because those are ERISA protected. They're exempt. Um, so, and then I'm taking out IRAs because most states have very, very strong state exemptions for your IRAs. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking that out of the equation. And so what I'm looking at is how much equity in your primary, mm-hmm. how much equity in you know syndications, if you're investing in syndications, do you have yeah. Um, yeah. cash value in your bank account and then your rental properties. Um, if you invest in businesses and you have, you know, 5% shares or whatever, or, or uh, your personal brokerage account, they're not exempt. So if you have millions of dollars in your stock portfolio, well, that's fair game to be collected on. So we got to protect that. Right. So we got to then create the proper buckets, put them into a management company company for legacy protection and passing it off once you die. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we want to make sure you have a nice um, segue into who gets what. Mm -hmm. And then you cap it off with a very, very strong trust. So generally, you're looking at 1.2 million is the proper starting range of of net worth. And the reason for this is, let's say you come to me late and this happens. Sometimes I have people come to me with 20 properties all in their personal name over 20 years. Oh, gosh. Imagine how much work I have to do to clean this up. So then the cost gets so astronomical that it's just, they're not going to, it's just too expensive. So then they do nothing and then leave everything on the, on the table Yeah. or their CPAs mess the stuff up. And I get this call probably once a week is their CPA 15 years ago created an S corp for real estate and they put 50 properties in one S corp. And now you think of all that growth with all that deferred taxation over all that time. Right. And now they realize like, oh my God, this is really bad. I have $50 million worth of equity and properties in one LLC taxed as an S-Corp or an S-Corp. I have to take it out because we have to split it up. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have the money to pay back to the IRS for the tax deferred that you have to pay back. So now they're stuck. Right, or if you right. get sued in that situation and I would have to move the assets out, I can't. Now you're frozen because you don't have the money to pay back to the IRS. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now, what happens if you have a bank loan on a property and you want to move it into a trust? Isn't that going to cause the mortgage to default? 
That's a great that's a great question. No, especially for a trust because trusts are exempt from that clause, which is I'm air quoting again because um, it's the you know what is it due on sale clause that you're you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so if you move your asset into a trust, it's exempt. You got the you know Trust Act and Saint Germain's Act. So that's the whole purpose of putting assets into trust. It's your trust. Mm -hmm. um, where you really hear people concerned about this is when you transfer it into an LLC. Um, the simple fact is over 30 years or more, I mean, since the Great Depression, you've never seen a bank called a mortgage due because you transferred your property into your LLC. Right. In fact, a lot of banks won't do it. Um, is there a clause? Yes. Has it been executed? We've never seen it. None right. of my over 100 attorneys have seen it. I can't ask a single attorney to find a case law where one's ever been done because no bank is ever going to pull your file and to look for a performing note to find a reason to find the to for, you know to find a reason to foreclose on you because you're paying your mortgage. They'll, yeah. they'll go out of business. They're just not going to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. They don't want. Then, yeah. And so what they might do is call and say, "Hey, we noticed you transferred you know the property over to an LLC. What's going on?" Right. And then it's for asset protection purposes. And they say, oh, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's it. That's where the call stops. Okay. Where you see maybe a hiccup happen is where they notice that you move the asset, they call, but then they notice, well, you're also not paying your mortgage. Right. Then obviously you're going to get foreclosed on because you're not paying your mortgage, not because yeah. you did the proper thing to protect your assets. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's a pretty big one. Um, okay. Interesting. So yeah, I, I have talked to brokers before, you know, they say, oh, uh, just get the mortgage in your name and then transfer it over to an LLC, you know, and I, I, you know, maybe getting started, that might not be a bad strategy, but once you start investing a larger scale with other investors, you can't be doing stuff like that, of course, but, um, no, that's, that's interesting. So then moving it into a trust, uh, would not, uh, cause the uh, mortgage to become due there or default on, on the loan necessarily. And it's so also people with 1.2 million of net worth, you know, that's really not that much. You know, if you invest the right way and you make a decent income, you know, I, I do have, uh, yeah, uh, police officers, you know, and, and different people and kind of hardworking everyday Americans that can build up to that level of wealth as right. long as they're investing wisely for a number of years. Well, think about with them, though, it takes a long time for yeah. your average cop or nurse or firefighter or school teacher to build that much. That's their retirement. That's their nesting. And that's then they hope something on one lawsuit for them will completely clean them out they're never going to retire right mm -hmm. they're actually more concerned and needing this level of protection than the person who has five million net because yeah i can take a million dollar blow it's going to hurt just think yeah. about boxing analogies it's that left hook to the floor floating rib you mm -hmm. know that can knock you down they're not going to knock you out but it will knock out you know the the firefighter or the cop yeah yeah also they might be looked at as an easier target meaning that you know hey they don't have 20 million dollars in the bank to fight a lawsuit you know right they may only have a hundred thousand dollars so you might be looking at uh really a you know easy legal target there the uh the defendant or the uh what would it be uh the, the plaintiff, plaintiff yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hi friends, it's Aaron Fregnito, your host of the Passive Cash Flow Podcast. Friends, we work very hard to create consistent content for you every single week, week in and week out, and we make sure this content educates you on how to create passive income so you can create financial freedom and do the things you love doing in your life, like spending time with your family and friends or sports and hobbies and all the things that put smiles on our faces in this world. So what we ask of you is a couple of things in, re in response. Please share these episodes with people you think 
could benefit from passive income and investing and building their wealth through real estate. And please like and subscribe on the platform that you're listening to this podcast on. But most importantly, leave a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Please leave us a five-star review and give us some suggestions of other topics you'd like to hear about, or even guests as well. So please uh, help us spread the word. Our goal is to reach as many people as possible to help them learn how to create passive income and build the lifestyles they desire. So share this with some friends in your network. Please like and subscribe and be sure to leave that five-star review. And please engage as much as you can with our episodes every single week. We look forward to educating you further. Have a good day.